0: 630 chad inside sports with reed wilkins weekdays at six on 630
1: chad well of course this is the last night of action in the national hockey league until monday the 27th so there's one game Tonight, uh, nothing tomorrow or Thursday, the 24th, 25th, and 26th. We're off anyway, except players will now return on Boxing Day instead of the 27th to get tested. And then uh, hopefully we have games again starting on Monday. The Oilers at Flames is what's on the schedule right now. 6 o'clock for the face-off show here on 630 Chet with the puck dropping at 8. So the Oilers uh, sitting on a brief winning streak to this point. Uh, they beat Columbus, they beat Seattle. And then, uh, we see what happens next week. And with the, uh, the long road trip that they have with the world juniors taking over Rogers place. And of course the world juniors in Edmonton and Red Deer, it'll be half capacity. If you have tickets, you're going to be contacted by the end of the day on Thursday. If you have Oilers tickets and they're not home again until into January, you'll be contacted by the end of the day on Thursday, December 30th. So, uh, reached out to Hockey Canada for comment today and uh, they just provided the the comment that uh, they're working on it and they're going to let people know by the end of the day on Thursday, the 23rd. So that is the latest there. Obviously not great news if uh, if you got tickets to games, but uh, we'll see what gets worked out there. There's also a story developing out of Calgary tonight and we'll, uh, we'll dive into this later on this half hour that uh, apparently a big breakdown in their new arena deal that it looks like the Flames are no longer involved in it so uh, i want to get that story to see what's go uh, what's going on that's pretty interesting of course you can always chime in on the certainty hotline 780-496-0063 certainty professional grade building materials going to be back uh tomorrow kelly rudy is going to make this weekly appearance i believe jack michaels will regale us with his presence <laughs> And who knows what else we're going to do tomorrow night. Maybe should we name the animal tomorrow, Kellen? We should name the animal again. Yes, we should because... I know uh, we just did it on Friday, yeah. but, I, you know, I feel like we need another one.
0: Yeah, uh, tomorrow night's my last show of 2021, so there we go. Oh, really? How come? Because, uh, you know, taking some time off, going to go visit the fam, uh, the family over the uh, Christmas break and that stuff. And-
1: Wow, how's fun, son? That's a long holiday, buddy. What do you worked here like forty years or something? You get six <laughs> weeks already.
0: <laughs> no, it's because I didn't take anything more. off at all dur- during this year. That's why
1: you get more time off than Brian Hall. I'm not taking time off. I gotta work. Exactly. All right. Do we have uh, Do we have our next guest yet? We do not. We're just waiting for somebody here, Kellen. I am gonna send you uh hopefully a number here because i do want to talk about this because it's kind of a fun uh, you know i i don't mind i i know there's a lot of uh sad and frustrating things in the world and i i I don't want to act like i'm ignoring them because we know they're out there but i also don't want to dwell on them the whole time on a show in the evening when people have uh been stressed out all day so this is this is kind of a fun thing here so hopefully we can get to this segment in a couple of minutes uh 17 10 rams leading the seahawks That's with six and a half minutes left in the fourth quarter. Two NFL games today that were pushed back from the weekend. Philadelphia leading Washington 2017. That's with 1144 left in the fourth quarter. Lots of NFL days coming up. There's a Thursday nighter. There's two games Saturday on Christmas Day, then the slate on Sunday, and then the Monday nighter as they're plowing through their season here. As, uh, yeah, well, you guys know I like the Seahawks. They're not not—they're not a very good team. They're hanging around in this game, but uh, they're going to have to tr- try to drive the ball here late in the fourth quarter to tie it and maybe mm. get it into overtime, so we'll see. What's going on, Kellen. The guest is ready to go. Okay, well, let's fire the appropriate clip to go along with that. To dry sidle, back to Barry, the
0: one-timer wide than the net, jammed in, Scott! the side of the net it's a power play goal and the oilers are up one nothing
1: yeah cam moon with the call of uh, a goal this season by Jesse He has 10 so far and i was so happy this came into my inbox earlier today the uh the subject line Jesse puliarvi bison king t-shirts now available for pre-order and to discuss this from the edmonton oilers community foundation it is natalie minkler natalie thanks for making time for me how are you doing
2: i'm great reed how are you tonight
1: well, this really put a smile on my face. Like I said, uh, what can you tell us about these Bison King T-shirts? This is incredible.
2: This is, this is so uh, amazing. And, uh, you know, uh, Yessie he is, um, he's become, you know, such a character. And this whole Bison thing has really, really taken off from the summer when he went to, uh, you know, Elk Island Park for a little visit with his song Yaffa, with his dog, I should say, Yaffa, when they had
1: a little visit. Uh, What is on the shirt?
2: So it's uh, uh, the words bison king, uh, 13 in Roman numerals, and there is a really cool photo of um, uh, an individual with a big bison head, uh, and it's uh, all the proceeds from the sale of this shirt are going to go to um, our friends at the uh, Elk Island Society,
1: which is amazing because that's where Yessie with his dog Jaffa took the picture <laughs> back in the fall of uh, of his close encounter uh, with a bison, which is which is pretty cool. How can people get the shirts? Are they already out there, or what's the process here?
2: So the shirts are um, available uh, online. You can pre-order your shirt. Uh, it's with all the proceeds going to the Friends of Elk Island Society and uh, our Friends Elk Island Society. You know they are um, they they support their mission of research, education, and recreation at Elk Island National Park. So it's a wonderful cause. Um, they're really dedicated to uh, wood bison conservation and. Um, uh, and they're they're out there doing their work with the uh, with the bison. So uh, it it's such a wonderful cause. We're so thrilled to be partnering with them on this shirt. And uh, Yessa is uh, it was all his idea. You know, it, it's really really taken off, and um, we just put the pieces uh, together for him. And it's it's a it's a great great cause. Um, the people over at Elk Island Park are absolutely thrilled and uh you know we're so fortunate to have that park really not that far from Edmonton 45 minutes so uh bring some awareness to what they're doing over at uh Elk Island Park as well so it's okay, a great okay, cause wait.
1: so the Poo- Pooley Arby's was the shirt his idea was raising some money his idea what, what what's the story there that's that's cool <laughs>
2: Well, you know, this, this whole Bison thing, when it really started to take off, and he said, we've got to do something with this. And so we said, well, how about some T-shirts? He said, well, yeah, sure, that's a great idea. But we've got to find a, a partner that, you know, who, who's, who can we uh, find as a partner, as a beneficiary of this, of this T-shirt? So, I mean, it was really easy for us to contact them and say, how about this? They said, yep, yes, it goes absolutely we need to do this so we just kind of facilitated it for him
1: that is awesome and it's uh ice district authentics.com is that where you go to the pre-order or is it the order's site or what are the options there
2: ice dot authentics.com is where you can put your pre-order in and uh they'll be available uh for pre-order right now and um you know people can go online order them for christmas
1: Natalie, th- this is uh, awesome. Thanks for filling us in. This is really, really cool with the Bison King shirts, and uh, I, I know pleasure. you continue to, to do great work with the fifty fifties. And I was so happy that uh, six thirty Chet Santa's anonymous was a beneficiary of a recent fifty fifty. So thank you for that as well.
2: Absolutely, absolutely, our pleasure.
1: Right on. That is Natalie Minkler checking in tonight from the Edmonton Riders Community Foundation. The yesi Pulley RV Bison King T-shirts now available for pre-order. Thirty-four ninety-nine go to IceDistrictAuthentics.com. And, of course, the Oilers' Twitter account has pictures of the shirts. Uh, There we go. The Bison King, making it count. Quick timeout here, and then we'll see what's going on. going on with Calgary's uh, arena deal. What does this mean for the Flames? Doesn't sound like good news right now. Inside Sports on Chet. I appreciate you tuning in tonight uh we were just talking about the bison king t-shirts we spent a lot of time talking about chris jones taking over as head coach and gm of the edmonton elks get more on that on 630 ched.com globalnews.ca and uh another really big story here that is not uh directly uh, affecting edmonton but we've been through this and uh well it seems uh, odd to me and maybe a, a little concerning adam mcvicker is the City Hall reporter for Global Calgary. Adam, thanks for hopping on on uh, on short notice. I- I'm just gonna leave it to you. The the mayor of Calgary tweeted some things tonight.
0: Uh what is being said here and, and where are we going? What's going on? Uh it came down very late today. Apparently, uh Mayor Jody Gondek uh, had a phone conversation with the co-owner of the Flames, uh, Murray Edwards, this evening. He indicated to her there were some issues uh, regarding some additional costs that had come up uh, after the development permit was approved by the city, and those additional costs uh, were concerning for his partners at the Calgary Sports and Entertainment Corporation and that uh, they intended to pull out of the deal uh, that was signed between the city and, uh, of course, Flames' ownership. So as of right now, there's a lot of question marks as to what is going to happen next because uh, we have not heard from the Flames so far this evening about this. um, But it sounds like the Flames' ownership is looking to pull the plug on this arena deal. Okay so what what's the total cost
1: of the arena and and how is it going to be paid for?
0: So the the arena originally was scheduled was supposed to cost about 550 million dollars uh the city and the flames came together on a deal to split it down the middle 50-50 i think that was about 270 something million from the city of calgary they also uh agreed to demolish the old building and um uh, and give them the land as well so some additional costs there but then what happened in the spring of this year is uh they they learned that the arena was very much over budget uh in its design and that they had to revisit this deal so in july they came back to the table and did uh some negotiations and and those negotiations saw the both sides put in more money um about three hundred and eight seven million dollars from the city of calgary and then three hundred and twenty one million dollars for from the flames the Company that was in charge of uh, the project management uh, was removed, and the Flames ownership would take that over. And as part of that renegotiation, Flames ownership would take over any additional cost overruns. And taking a look at the numbers in front of me right now, it appears the additional costs the Flames are concerned about is about $9.7 million right now. And that's why we're at where we're at tonight. Okay, uh, now
1: remind me wh- because I remember there was an original proposal that there was going to be uh, the the football stadium as part of this. That, that this was it's just a hockey rink, right?
0: This was this was just going to be the hockey rink. That was uh, Calgary next, and that got axed. And uh, then the deal that turned into what we're looking at right now came up shortly after that and became this original deal that was signed back in 2019.
1: Okay, so well, I guess it's hard for you to elaborate on what the Flames are thinking if they haven't commented yet. Um, I've seen what some wise crackers on Twitter are thinking. Well, the Quebec Flames has a nice ring to it. The Kansas City Flames has a nice ring to it. Um, I mean, that's this isn't some ploy by the Flames to get a better deal and hey, we might move. Like, is that is it seriously that serious?
0: <laughs> it it. it based on Mayor Gondek's comment she's quite concerned that the deal has come apart considering city council did sit back down with the flames in July after putting the whole project on hold uh, to renegotiate the deal Um, just based on my observation of how things are going I mean it seems like these are additional costs that the flames agreed to in the deal to take on in this new renegotiated deal as the project managers moving forward here now the city did put forward uh, a few million, six point four million. To, to help out with some of the roadway stuff around the arena. Um, so that's where that $9 million comes from. It's whatever that was subtracted uh, of $6 million. So it's that $9.7 million. That was a threat that was put out there with the Flames leaving at some point. We haven't heard those in, in, in quite a long time. They started to come up again a bit during the renegotiation, but uh, nothing tonight. The Flames' ownership seems to be radio silent on this. Now, one thing I will say, though, Reed to you, is what Mayor Gondek said to uh, To us at the press conference just uh just about an hour ago she said that murray edwards who the co-owner said to her that based on the conversation he wanted to get something done he wanted to find a resolution to this so whether are we going to see the flames packing up and leaving i don't i don't know about that just yet but she made it seem like there was efforts by the co-owner to try to figure something out in terms of these additional costs
1: uh okay when were they supposed to break
0: ground on the arena uh this year this year the development improvement the development permit sorry was approved just last month and uh, they're prepping the they're prepping the area right now as it's right next to the saddle dome. They're kind of prepping the area. They were going to have the doors open in time for the Flames home opener in in uh, September 2024, I believe. So what this does to that schedule now, who knows, even if this thing is even going to move forward. I, there's going to be so much more we're expecting to come out in the next couple of days. Uh, we, just, we want to hear from the Flames at this point because, like I said, uh, no response from them just yet.
1: This seems to me late in the process for this to be happening. If they're close to getting, I mean, there were delays here in Edmonton, but then once they kind of said like, "Okay, we're happy and we're going to start building," it, I mean, there was it didn't it, there was nothing like this. Like, is how it seems very odd to me that this is happening this late in the pro- process. Maybe I'm missing something.
0: Well, of course, and and, and especially because. And we all had the same feeling here, just covering City Hall amongst uh, the different reporters in the press gallery, that once that development permit was approved and it was a long discussion. It was several hours of discussion on, on on what needed to be included in this for the development permit to be approved. And of course uh, there were some things like climate mitigation, uh, solar panels and things along those lines. They had to increase the number of solar panels on this as they want that net zero eventually here in the city of Calgary. Um, there were some other things around the, the outside of the building, the sidewalks around the building, things that are described as the public realm and some right-of-ways uh, for roadways there in the area. So there were some of those discussions that came up in the development permit process that the flames would have to take care of to get this development permit going on it didn't seem like there were concerns at the time and there has been conversations back and forth between the city and the flames since that but yes very late in the process considering they they were given the green light go for it the shovels in the ground and so very unexpected announcement today from the mayor especially with where we are in the year as well
1: well, yeah, that's that's a very good point. These are supposed to be the fluffy year-end stories for you at this point, not, uh, not the a <laughs> deal falling apart. <laughs> okay, well, I know I know you're probably working overtime, and I heard some dinging in the background, so you're probably getting some messages here. But but thanks for updating us. I, I find this really interesting and obviously not overly encouraging because we know here in Edmonton some of the snags that these deals can hit. Thanks for checking in on short notice, Adam. I really appreciate it.
0: Well, thanks for having me, read and stay tuned in the next couple of days. We'll learn some more then.
1: That is Adam McVicker, City Hall reporter from Global Calgary, about uh, apparently the uh, Flames Arena deal falling through, at least for the time being. Now, I, I, I guess I would assume and listening to Adam, there's the opportunity here to renegotiate some things and iron some things out. But, it, it, I mean, look, this story came from the mayor of Calgary. This isn't like, oh, uh, you know, my cousin Booger heard it from uh, you know horseface down uh, at the docks this is th- this is the mayor of calgary and, and look i'm not trying to discredit booger and horseface's sources i just think the mayor of a city is probably a, more of a solid source so anyway that that that's what's going on with the calgary arena deal and we'll see what the flames organization say when uh, says when it actually speaks whoever speaks for it all right well, I appreciate you tuning in tonight. We had a lot of discussion about Chris Jones being hired as the Elks coach and general manager. You heard from former Elks receiver, Darius Bowman. Natalie Minkler was on the show. IceDistrictAuthentics.com if you want the Yesi Pugliarvi Bison King t-shirt. And that was Adam McVicker from Global Calgary. Dave Campbell's the producer of the show. Kellen Kennedy, your studio producer this evening. We are back tomorrow. Kelly Rudy, Jack Michaels, who knows what else? We'll try to have a good time. Hope everybody's okay. See you tomorrow.
0: 630 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 630 Chad.